everyone, I'm Mel, and you're listening to Survey Says I'd Be the Man Edition with the amazing co-host Alex McIntosh. Well, hey there. We're finally doing this in person, so yes, this is our first time actually recording an episode post-COVID. Well, mm. not post-COVID because it's still a thing. Kind of um, in in person, post-ISO over the interwebs. Interwebs. So this is kind of cool. In mm-hmm. your new house. Yes. As well, and you're a new floor. My new floor, my new room. <laughs> new year, new me, right? <laughs> Still the same old mess, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think this topic that we're about to do, it's ha- it's received the most attention um, for the newest round of surveys we released. So we released three surveys for I'd Be The Man, and this one has received, like, twice as many responses as the other ones. Which is really cool, but also please do the other surveys. Um, but I guess people have a lot to say about this topic, which is relationships. And so do we. So it makes sense. And so do we. That's yeah. why we're doing this. So much tea to spill. Mm. So get your mugs sippy, ready. Sippy, sippy, hot sippy, and steamy. Sippy, hot and steamy. Copyright Mel Maltby, 2019. Sippy, sippy, hot and steam. Or was that this year? No, that was this year. No, that was, it was last end of, year. End of last year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Well, I guess. Introduce you to the podcast if you've never listened to it before. Um, and if you've been here before, well, then you know how it all goes. Here's a little rundown anyways. For Survey Says, we release a new survey every month, preparing three episodes ahead for questions surrounding a different theme each time. It collects the thoughts and opinions of the public, and then we get the pleasure of sharing them with you. The two Survey Says editions are Eyed with the Man with Alex, focusing on women's empowerment, feminism, and life experiences. And there is also All the Things with Matt Thomas, focusing on nothing specific, just any topic we decide we want to talk about. There is a new episode released each Tuesday now, and you can catch up on what you've missed at surveysayspodcast.com. And the surveys for the next few episodes are still open for a sponsor, so don't forget to check them out on the website as well. So with this week's um, questions, the age and gender of respondents are 52% uh, 18 to 24, 36% are 25 to 34, and 12% are 35 to 44. And then gender-wise, 80% female and 20% male. Which is pretty. thought that would be the case considering yeah. this podcast. We've been, we knew. It's very women, women-based. Women-based. So the first question is, who do you think should pay on the first date? Ooh, here we go. Very it's controversial. Age-old question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Who should pay, the guy or the gal? What I- do you think? I always think it should be equal, but I think also whoever asks the person out on the date. So say someone asks me to dinner and they go and they expect me to pay, but it's like you asked me to go out See, to dinner. See, that's, that's exactly what I yeah. think. I think. But it should be equal sometime. I think what would like happen is someone would take you out, but you would offer to pay anyway. Like you don't go into it expecting that you're going to that they're going to pay completely for you. Like I go into it, like I'll pay my half if I have to, like, like if it's a thing, um, I will, I'll say, Hey, I'll pay half. That's fine. I, I ate this much and you only ate that much. So that, you know, you paying more for my food or whatever, vice versa, you know, same thing. If I ask someone out on the date, you know, I, I would obviously go into it expecting to pay for them because I asked them out, you know, yeah. they could be, I don't like not have a lot of money at the moment, but I ask them out. So it's kind of like, 
you know i'll pay because i asked that kind of thing can't expect them to fork out money when it wasn't their idea in the first place Mm. so i i've done that people have done that for me i whenever someone asks me out i tend to be like yo i'll pay for my part or i'll pay for dessert yeah or pay for I one like of their drinks that. or something yeah i do that a lot especially if someone's living at a home like us if they get dinner i'm like don't worry i'll get the coffee or i'll get the dessert like it yeah. doesn't bother me kind of thing uh for my boyfriend and i what we tend to do is he tends to like do dinner and then i do dessert that's kind of how we even it out which i like um like if we ever go out that's normally what the dealio is unless we go get lunch i tend to pay for myself just because i feel bad like we both earn the same amount really so yeah we kind of even it out that way so yeah i think we've come to the conclusion that we both think yeah equal unless they ask you out on the date yeah well let's have a little look-see at what the people thought all right first response is from a female aged 18 to 24 Uh, She says, the guy proves he can look after me. I like that it's traditional and romantic and common courtesy and politeness. The mark of a gentleman. Love that. Uh, Next response is from another female, age 25 to 34. Her name is Kay. Uh, She says, both, because it keeps everything even. Yeah. Kind of what we said. The next respondent is female, age 25 to 34, and her name is Liana. And she says, the guy... I think it's an old school notion, but quite a nice gesture. If there's a second date, the girls should pay. And from there, they are equals. Yeah, I, d- I like, I like that. that. That's like a good summary of what we were trying to say. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> he pays for the first date. If there's a second date, you offer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The next respondent is a male from age 18 to 24. And his name is Maddie. And he says, whoever asked out the other person, if it was your idea to do a date and a proper date, not just like hanging out, then I think it's courteous that you be the one to pay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what we said. That's also what we said. <laughs> next response is female age 25 to 34. Her name is Tina. She says, the gal, I'm queer. Either How way, iconic, yeah. really. <laughs> Either way, it'll be I love the girl. That. Gal, gal. Uh, next response is from Lucy. She's a female, aged 18 to 24. She says, whoever's car gets there first. My European background has taught me to always fight to the finish to pay out of respect, especially if someone has taken me out, etc. Oh, that's cute. I've never heard. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. but different. The next respondent is a male from ages 25 to 34, and his name is Andy, and he said it should be fair and equal. 50-50 so the girl feels independent and the guy is contributing his half. Yeah. Yes, we love equality. We do. That's like the perfect like thing. Yeah. Way to answer it. <laughs> the next respondent is a, in the age range of 18 to 24, and she's a female, and her name's Brittany, and she says to the guy, if a guy is interested, they will always offer to pay. They can... They never have to because guys and girls can both pay, but it's a sign that they like you. Yeah. I always thought that when I first started dating, like if a guy didn't pay when I was like 18, I was like, oh, like it was just what was engraved in me. Yeah. When you, as you grow up, you're like, oh my God, the guy does, initiates everything, you know? Yeah. But I feel like even for guys, it's, it's in their heads that they have to be the gentleman. Yeah. And it's like opening a car door. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm the guy. I have to do it. Like, they want to do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, Matt, he goes out of his way. I think I've opened his car door, like, four times. I love We've that. We've dated for nine months. 
That's so sweet. So unless I drive and open my own car door to like yeah. drive, whenever I get in his car, he always opens the car door for me. He always offers to pay for my food, but I'm always like, no, 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 we'll split it. It's fine. Yeah. So, but that's not because uh, he has to. It's because he's... The, ooh, a cat. <laughs> we have a cat knocking at our door. Um, because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just who he is. <laughs> Do we let her in? She's missing out on the fun. So we have, we have a special a guest. Re- we have a special guest and a live respondent, my housemate Zola, the cat. Um, so if you hear a little bell in the background, apologies, but yeah, she's just she's just chilling with us. Um, uh, we'll just quickly move on to the last response of this question. Who do you think should pay for the first date, the guy or the gal? Um, a male named Christian in the age of ages of eighteen to twenty-four. He says, "Pay what you bought. Always go into the date to pay for yourself." It is up to you slash the other person to offer to pay if they so wish. I like that. Yeah. It makes sense because, I mean, sometimes people can take advantage of you, you know, yeah. and, like, buy the most expensive thing on the on the menu. And then, I mean, vice versa. If you eat heaps and then they eat nothing, and then you expect them to. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just nice to do that. All right. Well, that is it for the responses for that question. Now let's head to the results of what? The survey goers thought the question being who do you think should pay for the first date the guy or the gal 52 percent of people said other (laughs) which included those responses included a, a range of responses like either both split and everyone pays for themselves yeah and then 44 percent of people said the guy and four percent said the girl Mm. so yeah seems like majority of people believe that it should be split and even and equal but i'm glad everyone's woke (laughs) yes (laughs) it's a new time everyone and then yeah um, and then i mean the other majority is the guy which is expected but yeah it was good to see what people thought yeah because it's a very um controversial kind of topic as well yeah so the next question is tell us your best breakup story Oh, no. do we have some breakup stories? This is my favorite part of the this episode. This is the best question of the podcast. We kind of... <laughs> don't want to say that. <laughs> um, I think you should start by telling us your wonderful breakup story. Okay. Um, oh, let me see if I've got one. Um, let me just... Let me just yeah, um, do you have one? Think up. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, look. All right. I, I kind of have one. It's, just, it's not very important, but yeah, I'll just share with you anyway. It's actually very controversial. <laughs> So, uh, so this is the the story of my last breakup with my first ever like real boyfriend. We were together for like two years, but no one actually knows what happened. So, the no one, yeah. Look, he didn't he didn't confess to his wrongdoings. He didn't tell anyone what he did wrong. No. So this is. Don't want to expose him. So he obviously won't say any names because like, uh. but this is the story of how my ex and I's relationship ended for good. Bring the tea to the table. Can't believe I'm actually sharing this. <laughs> I feel, I feel free. All right. Okay. You ready? <clears throat> oh, I'm getting nervous that I actually get to have justice. All right. Are you ready? Do you remember the whole story? Of course I do. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was in, like, between that because I was friends with both of you, but now only you. Mm -hmm. So I got to see all of it unfold and 
the amount of times he this person tried to look Not, yeah look <laughs> I just get let's just get straight onto it all right so back in 2018 my ex and i broke up because he came to the realization that we both want very different things out of life and there was no way things were going to work out between us which is fair we dated from so like january 2017 to officially what was that i think it was october or something 2018 um so a long time yes so i had known this for a few months leading up to it that it wasn't you know we weren't quite right for each other but i was just so you're in denial look i was in love with guy and i didn't want to admit it or let it go so i just went with it um in hindsight it was one of the only things i'm grateful for about the breakup because it was very toxic and I would never had had the willpower to end things when it was so clear it needed to be done so him ending things was like like it was a blessing in disguise yeah um nevertheless (laughs) the way it happened was we were sitting on my bed at my house watching friends wearing matching friends t-shirts I pause the show and start to talk about the trip we were planning for our two-year anniversary to Bali um then just out of nowhere he goes where do you see us going long term and we just started having this whole conversation he's like do you really think this is right like I want different things you want different things and then yeah he broke up with me after I begged and begged for him not to but yeah that happened anyways for the next few months we continued to like see each other like sort of a dating situation but as exes it was really weird um and then it got to april may 2019 and i was online dating um then i ended up dating this other guy and at that point i spoke to my ex and we agreed to like stop seeing each other because i was moving on for real and we needed to really cut things off my ex was also going on a month-long holiday to america so it was good timing to just stop everything and live out our own lives you know him go on his month-long trip to america and me here with this boy so june came around and i realized i was still in love with him so i left the guy i was dating in hopes of getting back with my ex when he returned home from america meanwhile while he was in america he would facetime me drunk and tell me he missed me and loved me and wish i could have been there with him all very convincing words to think that he would want to come back and be with me again right, right? outside my bedroom in mm. america where i could hear so alex was everything with him. Mm, so yeah. i was actually on this trip as well um <laughs> so when he returned back from america we had organized for me to go see him so on the same day when he arrived i went to go visit him and we ended up sleeping together and you know spoke about getting back together because he was back and i would you know so we're just like "Mm, talking about it a couple of days passed and i saw on snapchat maps that he was at some random house at 4 a.m so i was like hella confused so i messaged him like yo why are you at some random house at 4 a.m you all right a bit of a conversation later, he decides that me caring about his whereabouts was too much for him to deal with, resulting in him being like, I don't want to be with you. I'm not ready for this again. And then the next day, he so the day after he said that, he also then revealed to me that he was seeing someone else. This was four days after his return from America. So in yeah. four days from him going, I love you, I miss you. He went from that to, I actually don't want to be with you, to being like, actually, I'm seeing someone else. Actually matched with that no, person. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. I think. <laughs> so I eventually found out that he had been talking to 
some random girl on Hinge, which is a dating app, while over in America at the same time he was telling me how much he loved me and missed me. Also found out that the day between getting back from America and deciding he didn't want me around anymore, he had gone on a date with said girl. I found all of this out without him even telling me a word or apologizing, and he hasn't said a word to me since. All of his friends then rejected me from the group and haven't checked up on me and don't even know the shit he put me through. But you know what's funny? Um, The fact that he was in... We were in New York and the location setting had to be changed. You had to pay for that hinge setting to change the location. He paid you for paid. that? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if that... Like, it's just a bit tragic. Like, I knew this was... Like, we all knew... And it's just like, at this point, Alex and I were like friends, but we weren't super duper close. Yeah, like we so are now. We weren't. She like wasn't telling me. Like I actually had to because we didn't know like what was what going was on. Fully going I on. didn't tell you anything. You worked it out all yourself, and I just I confirmed it for you. So I was getting a lot of people accusing me of like snitching, and it's like you know what? I didn't have to do that because it's all really obvious he wasn't very good at hiding things yeah and it was a kind of a little bit sus when you get back from america and four days later you're actually seeing someone from australia when we're just in america for a month i'm sorry doesn't doesn't kind of add up so that was that whole thing (laughs) well well now i have a fantastic boyfriend we've been together for nine months and that's history but it still pisses me off i have a cat and a bottle of wine <laughs> well, what's your breakup story hun do you got I one i have way too many i've had really shocking boyfriends um one he's the one that i want to talk about doesn't deserve to be spoken about because doesn't deserve the attention he doesn't deserve the attention frankly so i'm not even going to mention that one but i dated Guy in the band. Guy in the band. Guy in the band story. Here we go. Back he is. So there's an EP out at the moment and it's all about that breakup journey. So good on him for finally releasing that. Um, I dated this guy. Basically, um, I had this friend and she knew people who were in the Australian music scene. Um, Like the kind of like pop punk, like shorts, that kind of thing. Me, obviously, wanting to be a part of it, thinking it was so cool. So cool to date a guy in a band. So cool. So I met him and we actually did a bar crawl with this other really famous Australian boy band that I don't want to name. But I was out with them and this other band, but they're not a band anymore because they broke up. And I met his this guy and it was fine. Um... Then we started to talk and I think I only dated him in the end because I wanted to date someone. In a band. In a band. Like really? It was just the whole like. There was nothing good about him. Think about it. Right. Literally the worst person I think I've ever met in my life. Um, So we dated and then he was living two hours away with his band mates. And then it got to the point. So he was originally from the other side of Australia. That's where his family was. So... It just got to the point where I didn't want him to leave. So my parents were like, he can live with us. He, We lived together for eight months in my house. Eight? Was it really it that long? It was like long? eight to nine months. Um, I Wait, went how on long all, were you together for? Like a year and a bit. Right. Yeah. Um, I went on all of the tours that they had around Australia. I spent like, I think, two weeks on tour 
with them. And then mm. I, like, he was just really shit. So he would always hide things from me, lie to me. He had these group of groupies who would follow them around the tour as well. And he slept with one of them and always used to talk about her. And it was just little toxic things like that. Like yeah. it's too much detail for me to go into. Otherwise, this podcast is going to be two hours long. <laughs> but it's the typical band guy where it's like there's groupies, lied about it. And he'd go back up to home home to where he was from, the other side of Australia, would message ex-girlfriends. I would find them on his phone because I had trust issues. So it makes sense. So he's a really shitty person. And then one day my parents offered – so my nan has a granny flat – the back of her house and they were like you can live there if you want because they frankly had enough of him and i don't blame them yeah and so he moved there and when he was in there he was messaging his ex-girlfriend and went behind my back to go have coffee with her and she was living in sydney and i was like well this is crap and then he's had a mental breakdown about his music i don't even know it wasn't that great still isn't and he's like i need to move back home and then I was like, okay. So when he told me that he was already over there, so I went two weeks without him and he's like, I don't know if we'll work. So I'm having an absolute mental so breakdown. So he, he up and left without even telling you. And then by the time he, he told you, he was already there? No. So basically he was there to see his mom. Right. Who is yeah. an absolute psycho. <laughs> I'm not even holding back on that um, because some of like, okay. So <laughs> you're going to need to edit Even this. more tea. So basically, I thought my story was too. He went up to the other side of Australia, saw his family. They were like, You need to come home. Like, fair enough. I'm not going to fight what your family thinks. Yeah. But he didn't want to do long distance. And then when he got back and we were about to break up, he gives me a ring. <laughs> like, like a promise ring? Right. A bit in between a promise ring and what else you think um a soon-to-be engagement ring he to quote him um very toxic didn't want me to leave even though he was gonna live on the other side of australia and i was starting college as oh no i wasn't starting college i was starting a new job yeah and then i was just thinking one day well shit you know what my career is more important than this because it was making me miss days off school he would be really emotionally abusive to me over text send me horrible things stable it wasn't stable I think the moral of the story is, like, he was just a really toxic person. It's just so much detail. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, so this girl I was friends with, she was performing at – Sydney people know the Metro Theatre. So it was her first headline gig and I went and he was friends with her too. But I went with a bunch of girls because I was always there to support her. And I still am. Like, I very much like her band. And um, he was there. And I was like, okay, crap. So I was with my friends and then I go upstairs to say hi to this girl's mum because I used to love her mum. I still do. And this boy's mum is there and stops me and goes, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And she's like, you really need to let go of him. Blah, blah, blah. Like yelling at me in this venue. It was embarrassing. I had to walk downstairs, (laughs) cry. And then said person was there and he just like walked past me and was getting photos with fans and stuff. And it was just really toxic. And then after that, I would get calls from him saying, I shouldn't have dumped you, blah, 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 blah. But like at the end of the day, he, his mom shouldn't have done that because he dumped you and he was the one. I know. I sent. I remember sending her a message too when he was up there going, hey, is everything okay? Like, don't know what's going on. And she sent me this really horrible message. Oh my like God. just psychopaths, really. Yeah. And I just didn't think, not like, a not going to brag, but when I was like a part of this whole thing, like heaps of younger girls would love to come up and talk to me. And like, yeah. I used to get presents at gigs. I used to get people asked for like really weird stuff. That's so cute. But it's cute. And he it's hated cute, that. Yeah. He was like, oh, why are they my asking attention? you for photos? I think it's like, because I'm fucking better than you, really. 
<laughs> they want me instead of you in the yeah. band. But um, I guess it was just a learning oh. curve to never date a musician because I'm never going to do that again. Look, I'm glad you went through it and you learned your lesson and you're never going to yeah. do it again. I think the only time you'd ever really date someone in a band is, is was it your age anyway? Like in the yeah. early 20s? It's like, the, it's it the was novelty. 1920, 19 I met him at. Yeah. It's the, it's the novelty of dating someone in a band, you know. It I is. feel like that's it. And I mean, growing up, I was like, oh my God, I want to date someone in a band. Wow. You do, especially when you're like... I was yeah. I was like so jealous when you were dating this guy because this the band he was in, yeah. I used to love. And those guys are great still. I have nothing bad to yeah. say about them. It's, it's just, just so him. funny. I just can't believe you dated him. That's so funny. Yeah, now he's got an EP um, out <laughs> called <about> Alex. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Um, May as well be called Alex. It was, it's something, oh. I think my friend sent it to me and it was like, no, he, oh my God, this is the tea after spill. So he put out a music video about me and he he used to hate Taylor Swift and hate the little messages he used to put in like videos and songs. Right. He had my clothes in this music video laid on the couch and oh. he had the date that we met spray painted on the wall in the oh. music video. Oh. Yeah. Oh, little this Easter This is eggs. the stuff I have to, I have to deal with this kind of stuff. So... I mean, look, he's using you for music inspiration and you're using him for podcast content. Yeah, So I think it's evened out. I think it is evened out. Love that for you. So this tangent has gone on for a while. No, it's Um, great. I'm sure people listening are thoroughly enjoying the I don't think anyone knows a lot of it too, so. Well, now we can can spill other people's tea. Yeah. Now we have a whole lot of stories. Yeah, I wanted to – this is probably the longest part because these stories are just like, wow, oh. I can't believe that happened. Same with my story, same with your story. They're yeah. a must. They can't, they can't go. So here they are. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> are you a bit like, Whoa, after spilling like, that tea? Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh, the tea has been spilled. spilled. I feel like a new person. Mm. All right. Well, first response is from a female with no name, ages 35 to 44. This is her breakup story. She says, I found out a guy I was seeing didn't think paying for sex was cheating. So invited him to dinner in the city, stood him up. And then when he had to pay for a very expensive bottle of champagne, I had prearranged, never saw him again. That is iconic and cooked at the same time. (sighs) Sometimes, sometimes <sighs> karma is what you make it. <laughs> Next response is from Laura, female, age 18 to 24. She says, we postponed the breakup so we could make it to six months. Now, I've done that, right? With yeah. my first boyfriend. Yeah. Um, we dated, I was like 14, 15. And we got to like four and a half months or something, five months. And then I broke up with him because there was this picture circulating with him and the and this other girl, like holding hands during class. I was like, oh my God. Anyway, he denied the whole thing. Anyway, we broke up and then he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So we got back together. But then I was like, no, I'm, I, I deserve better. And so we got back together. Yeah. And then I was like, we have to make it to six months. And so we made it to six months. And I was like, nah, fuck this, bye. <laughs> He's still, and then like six months later, he ended up, getting with the girl he was holding hands with and they've been together since 2014. I don't like that for you, but it's actually kind of a cute story for them. Like, But I mean... For them. Like, that's kind of cute, but not good for you. I, apparently, their relationship is very toxic. Oh, so is it? We don't like that. Apparently, it's very, like, material... He's very materialistic and... Yeah. Anyways. Apparently, they're just, like, together because they're comfortable. <laughs> Ew. 
The next respondent is from a female from the age range of 25 to 34 and her name's Paige. And she says, I dumped someone after they cheated on me and I realized my worth was way more important. Yes, queen. Yes. We love a realization. The next respondent is from a female aged 25 to 34. Her name's Annalise. And she says, my dog barking for the first time ever as my boyfriend of over four years came to break up with me after three months of, I don't have time to think about whether I love you or not anymore. Ouch. Animals know as well. Yes. Like my cat hated the band guy. The band, the band guy. The band guy. No, they know. They know. They for sure yeah. know. But yeah, we, we personally know Annalise and she has come out of it. Oh, she's amazing. Like, look at her now. She's a queen. What to go? Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> wow. Look, look at her now. now. <laughs> uh, next response is from Lucy. Uh, she's a female, ages 18 to 24. Her best breakup story is I found out he was cheating on me with seven different girls and my best friend at the time. Oh. I called him and he just said, I know. And he said, okay. And that was it. That what a trash, trash he was bag. like oh, he's straight in the bin lucy get him straight in the bin <laughs> trash uh next response is from a male named andy ages 25 to 34 he says i thought we were still dating turns out he wasn't on holiday but he ghosted me got a new boyfriend who was one of my friends and then i saw the relationship update on facebook and hit my friend up and was like well i guess europe is nice this time of year never heard back from either of them oh that's awful. It's horrible. People can be so horrible. Like, just be honest. Yeah. Is it really that hard? <laughs> hard? The next respondent is a female named Kelly in the age range 35 to 44. And she said, I was friends with a guy for at least 10 years. We started dating. It was really good. We've been dating for a few months and he'd started talking seriously. And then one day he stopped returning my calls. About eight weeks later, he called and said he'd been in Canada. Then expected everything to go back to normal. We had one dinner together where he explained a few things. Then I waited for him to call. He didn't. So that was that. Super weird. That is super weird. I kind of relate to that like best friends for like 10 years. Then uh, yeah. Start dating and then, and then goes to crap. And again. then kind of you get back together and then he says that he loves you. But then two weeks later says he's not feeling it and dumps you and you walk out of his apartment crying. <laughs> That's that. Some people... Just need to screw their head on correctly. Need to leave poor old ladies like Alex alone. And Kelly. Yeah, I've had it. The last respondent is a female in the age range of 18 to 24. And her name is Brittany. And she said, my boyfriend said I was the only one for him and didn't want anyone else. Turns out he was doing things with my best friend. So we both went to his house and told his parents. Never spoke to him again. <laughs> I love that. Um, Excuse me, Miss So-and-so. Your son is doing this. And he's a piece of trash. I would love to meet up with my ex's mom because she is the sweetest. I don't. I just, I don't know if what she would do. She loved me. Mm. His whole family loved me. And I really don't think they know what he did. I don't think he's told anyone. No, no one knows. They only know because I've, I said things to you and then you've then like told them and explained them what happened because yeah. we're part of the same friend group. Yeah. Well, we're not anymore. Well, we, we're not that's how that we were group. like connected. <laughs> um, but yeah. Wow. Crazy. Well, there's no results from that question because it was just a bunch of stories. But, but the last question. This is the last question. Mm-hmm. Or is there one more? No, it's the last okay. one. The last question is after your last breakup, did you come out of it stronger? Yeah, 
Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think there's been a time for me yeah. that I've come out of it. Not strong. Worse. Yeah. I've never come out of it worse. Like, like within like the first month of it happening, I guess I'm like, oh no, world is over. What am I going to do? Oh no. But yeah, then exactly like that too. <laughs> but then at, at the end of it, you've learned lessons. You've come out of it stronger. You know what to do. You know what you like, what you don't like in guys. And you grow from that. I, I yeah. don't think... Yeah, I've ever been in a breakup situation where I've come out of it worse. How yeah. about you? No, definitely not. If anything, better. And it, especially when I dated Bamboy, it got my head screwed on way more. And I know how to deal with heartbreak a bit better. And I know yeah. how to, like, I know my worth. Yeah. Definitely. Because that was probably the worst relationship I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> saying something. <laughs> for, for me, I think. So with my ex previously mentioned, um, same guy. The reason we didn't work out was because we wanted very different things. You know, like I wanted to get married and move out together and have a life, <laughs> right? Just normal things. Just normal, you know, people, things you grow up. He, however, didn't even plan on moving out of the suburb he grew up in, let alone out of his house, let alone wanting to get married or anything like that. But I, I was so in love with this guy that I kind of dumbed myself down to a place where I was like, you know what? It's actually okay if I never get married. You know what? It's, like- it's actually okay if I don't get what I wanted because maybe I, I'm not going to have kids. Maybe I'm not going to get married. As women, we do that though. We dumb ourselves down a lot um, we, based we on what the male decides. Yeah, yeah, we settle and that's, I think, a really bad like choice. On- yeah. That happens so, to a lot of women. I'm glad that he ended it because I never would have. And so he did it. And from that, I, I got so much better. I have progressed mm-hmm. in my career. I've created a podcast. I've traveled on my own. Last year was such a major thing for me. I went and studied radio broadcasting. I went yes. and created my podcast and traveled and all that stuff. And I ended up finding the best boyfriend in the world who, guess what, wants to move out, who wants to get married, who wants to help me with my career and I want to help him. And it's just like, I, I don't have to change what I want for someone because I have to find someone who wants the same things. Any um, boyfriend applications? Uh- <laughs> Go into our emails um, and apply. Um, <laughs> it's just my cat and wine right now. That's my mood. All right. Well, okay. The question is, after your last breakup, did you come out of it stronger? My response is yes. Your response is yes. All right. So first response is from a female named T in the ages 18 to 24. She says, yes, it let me learn more about myself. Love self-growth. Yes. Next response is from a female named Tina, ages 25 to 34. She says, yes, because I'm a boss-ass bitch and have my own business to run. Yes, queen. Yes, yeah. Hell yeah. The next respondent is a female in the... The next respondent is a male in the age ranges of 25 to 34. And this person says, yes, you start learning about yourself and have motivation to improve. Yes, I think... That's very important. Oh, also, yeah. After my last breakup, I started pole dancing. Yes, and I started the gym. Yes, training. So we both improved. I think our mental state and our physical state oh, as well. Exercise just fixes Helps. everything. Like I love it. The next respondent is a female in the age ranges of twenty-five to thirty-four. Her name is Liana, and she says, "Yes, I was an absolute wreck and definitely depressed." 
But it led to great career opportunities and a year later, meeting the man I'm marrying. Aww. And they are so lovely together. I tell you that. <laughs> they so are cute. absolutely gorgeous and he treats her so well. And I swear Good. it's like when you're not looking for something, you find that person. Oh, completely. And she's so happy and I love it. I, I was, live for it. I was in my phase of like, oh my God, boy. Oh my God, boy. And then Matt came along and was like, hey, Mel. And I'm like, okay, I love you. I'll pick you. <laughs> The next respondent is a female in the age ranges of 18 to 24. And she's put her name as Billie Eilish. Um, because work, she looks like Billie Eilish. Yeah. yeah. And she says, yes, I realized I needed to be happy single before I'm in a happy relationship. Yes. You've got to, you've got to be happy within yourself. Self-love. Self-love is so real. important. That's something that my boyfriend also says. A journey that he went through between his horrible last breakup and me is that he, the reason he broke up with his exes because he didn't love himself and he wasn't happy with how he was so he took a break just as i did and went and we discovered ourselves and um self-love and all that kind of stuff and then we had to become the people we became to be together and be happy together and happy with ourselves it's a very common story and very important yeah Next response is from a female named Brienne in the ages of 18 to 24. She says, yes, I came out stronger in the sense I learned what my self-worth is and that people will always make judgments and try to tear you down with rumors. It is just a matter of realizing being true to yourself and ignoring judgment and standing up for your true self is what a strong woman is. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, next response is from a male named Matty in the age range of 18 to 24. He says, yes. After my last breakup, I did come out of it stronger, saying it was a great experience because it helped me realize what I wanted and what I didn't want so much clearer. I wanted someone who who not only tolerated having some distance, but needed it like I do myself. This girl was someone who needed a lot of contact all the time, and that's cool beans, but not for me. I got my own shit and life. That means I can't always be on my phone, and those breaks apart in contact, whether for a few hours or a day, make the time I can then spend with you so much better and more valuable. Sometimes you do need a lot, some space yeah. in a relationship just to, to gather yourself. Yeah, completely. The next respondent is a female in the age ranges of 25 to 34. Her name is Shana and she says, yes, it was me that walked away because I knew I deserved better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, just mean. get out of that situation. I've only if been ain't good. dumped once and I've broken up with every person that I've dated. And broken yeah, up that with like? one Cizzo recently. <laughs> what's that? And the last respondent is a female in the age range of 35 to 44. And her name is Ali. And she says, yes, learn boundaries and learn to say no more. Yes. Yes. Boundaries are so important. 100%. And teaching your partner what they are. It's uncomfortable and awkward, but it's just like get it out of the way and just be open and just yeah i think being open and honest is so important as well but yeah learning things breakups can be good can be bad at the time what it is it is what it is i think that's um your it's my kind of motto at the that's moment. my yeah. motto lately it is what it is yeah all right well the results from that question um after your last breakup, did you come out of it stronger? 84% of people said yes. They did come out of it stronger, leaving 16%, which is the remainder of responses, nobody said no. Well, 16% of people said other. 
And those responses included things like haven't dated before, NA and mixed feelings. There you are. There you go. Such a wide range of responses. This is a very interesting um, topic this week. Relationships. Mm. Yeah. So much to spill. <laughs> I think we may be doing a part two of relationships. This one was very yeah. like about breakups. So we'll probably do something about like in relationships, <laughs> some a positive angle in relationships um, at some point. Um, however, yeah. the next episodes we do do, <laughs> um, <laughs> what are our topics? We've got girl power. Yeah. And fate and coincidences. Yes. So, my favorite. I'm yes. so excited. Me too. So... Well, for this episode, that's it. Um, next week, the episode will be with Matt on all the things on the topic of conspiracy theories. Um, so the surveys for the next few episodes, which are what we just said, Girl Power and Fate and Coincidences, and then the ones for Matt, they are still open. So they're still available to do. Um, they're all on the website, surveysayspodcast.com. And there is also a Facebook page and Instagram you can follow. It is all linked on the website. Depends on with social media you prefer to follow there we go and you can follow me on instagram at tales of a blonde underscore and my website is www.talesofablonde.com hell yeah <laughs> amazing well that was really super duper fun that was that is it we will talk to you guys next time bye bye <laughs>